You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just a quick bonus edition of Spits and Suds because one of the things that I talk about is spreading the love with DFW Hockey and open arms here when someone for instance doesn't know about hockey you know you teach them about the great game or at least you send them in the right direction it's about bringing more hockey fans into dfw teaching educating and so they can embrace the great sport especially as the stars make their way into the playoffs and one of the podcasts that's doing this i love to spread the love is the what a hockey podcast and one of their co-hosts was Happen to be in our studio, so I wanted to say hi to the Fink Man. How are you, buddy? Gavin, I'm great. Uh, excited to be here in studio with you. Excited to uh, get the chance to quickly chat with you and all the Spits and Suds listeners. And uh, yeah, just excited to be here. Tell, tell me how What a Hockey began. Uh, I'll, I'll wrap it up as quickly as I can. Uh, flashback to right before the pandemic, a couple of buddies of mine, Patrick and Jason, I was doing some work with a website up in the Indianapolis area. Uh, while I was down here recruiting some Southern Hemisphere-ish writers for the U.S. And uh, then the the the, uh, the pandemic came around. And long story short, we got shut down. There were no sports. And then the NHL said, we're going to start back up before anybody else, back when the NHL knew how to market itself. And I said, you guys want to start a podcast about the Dallas Stars and just see where it goes? And that was it. That was about three years ago, and we've been rocking it ever since. That's so cool. You guys go through bars throughout DFW talking about the great game of hockey. Uh, I'm a fan. I like listening to you guys. Uh, can't wait to show up if I ever get an invite. Oh, it's uh, coming. <laughs> the, 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 second, the second coming of, of the Hockey Hawk is coming on. Oh, hockey. man, I can't wait. I, I cannot wait. All right, so tell me your thoughts uh, as we make our way into the playoffs on this Stars team. Honestly, more surprised at the resurgences of guys like Tyler Sagan, who had a goal last night on Monday against Arm. Excuse, excuse me, what day of the week are we on, Gavin? Well, we're, <laughs> you know, for those that don't know, we're taping this prior to tonight's tilt at the AAC, the final regular season game, St. Louis uh, against the Stars. So, Tyler Sagan, who had a goal in the first game of the back to back against the Blues, uh, Jamie Benn has just been phenomenal this season, you know, really helping out guys like Wyatt Johnston, things like that. You know, from top to bottom, there are just so many surprises with this team. You look at Miro Heishkinen, the season that he's had. He just broke the Zuboff record last night. Uh, Joe Pavelski with his 1,000th point. They've got a lot of things going for them. I think they've won five in a row going into tonight's final game of the season here in the regular season. And just the resilience of this team. They had a little bit of struggle here in the second half, and they really bounced back. Guys like Joe Pavelski again, who I think has scored in 12 of 13 of his last games. There's just an endless amount of surprises. And then, of course, defending the pipes, Jake Ottinger has just been sensational. Yeah, he's he's certainly special. It'll be interesting to see who the Stars match up against. Craig and I were just talking about the physicality of the Wild 
And I see a scenario where the Wilds will try to push around Robertson, similar to what Calgary really did limit Jason Robertson last year in that first round. Uh, I'm And I'm interested to see the physicality on Robertson and also Wyatt Johnston, which would basically activate Jamie Benn. The goal is to get as many of those guys in the penalty box as possible. Uh, we saw what, as Craig pointed out, what the Wild and Winnipeg in the final minute, you know, went after each other. So it's going to be interesting uh, to to see that matchup. Uh, I did say, and and this is why I'm really impressed, from what we've heard Fink is that this is a very calm Stars team. The demeanor in the locker room is extremely positive and extremely confident in that while they would love to clinch the Central, it's their top priority is just keep the momentum going. And I think that goes back to the coaching job Pete DeBoer has done this year and just the overall mentality of the room right now. I completely agree. And I, to, to your fact, I think that we're going to have to activate a guy like Yanni Hockenpah. When they brought Yanni Hockenpah on board, he was third in the NHL in hits. Since his time in Dallas, I don't think he's even cracked the top 25. Now, he has had some penalty troubles. He's had some struggles in the box. So... I don't want to see him get scrappy in the in the the field of, of Reeves, but I do want to see maybe him step up a little bit on the physicality side if needed, depending on if we match up against the Wild or the Jets. Uh, now, to your point about DeBoer, I am very excited to see what he's going to do with this team in the playoffs. I think he's going to bring something that we probably haven't seen yet out of this team, which is even kind of astonishing to say out loud. But I think, especially with him being the first-year coach, he has a record of being very successful with his first years as a new head coach throughout his NHL career. So going into the playoffs, this team is on an absolute tear. The power play was firing on all cylinders. Now, granted, we were playing a goaltender who I believe it was his first or he wasn't seasoned. Let's say that. I think in Hofer last night against St. Louis. I think he's played uh, this. I think that was his third or fourth game last night. Yeah. And and you could kind of see there were a couple of times where he got beat where he really shouldn't have been beat. uh, But, the power play looked phenomenal. Yeah. And the power play is going to win you games in the playoffs. Yeah, that double minor won you the game. Absolutely. And then you look at overtime. We struggled. But you know what that means? We get five on five overtime in yeah. the playoffs. And that's yeah. something that will benefit them if they make it to OT. I do want to see. I appreciate what the fourth line's job is. But I look at other fourth line teams. I do need a little more out of that fourth line in the playoffs. I mean... I like Glenn Denning a lot. I think he's a gutsy player. Radic Foxa is what he is. But I just need, you know, a goal from that fourth line and or sustained pressure, I think, would be a big factor. Because you have to tire the other team out. You just can't, you know, if you're going to play your fourth line, it needs to be productive. Because a lot of times you'll see, as these teams move toward the cup, it's the matchup of the third and fourth line, not the top two lines. So I would love to see that star's fourth line somehow find um, that spark. I don't like Ty Delandria going to that fourth line. I know he's a Swiss Army knife. I thought he played well on that fourth line, but I think he's too valuable in the things that he does. I think he's a top three line guy. So, I mean, if I'm nitpicking, it's that. And I was just asking Craig about Thomas Harley and or Colin Miller being on that second power play unit. And he did bring up a good point, and I know the suitor hate is real. <laughs> and 
I think a lot of it is justified. I think a lot of it is based on the contract. I think a lot of people, but you got a guy that's played a lot of games back there. And I will say, you know, he has not let on that unit at least the puck get behind him too many times. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I will say I am in the driver's seat of that bus, of the, the suitor hate bus. Sure. That being said, we have an opportunity, or he has an opportunity, rather, to maybe change the narrative in the playoffs. He is, without a doubt, your most seasoned defenseman going into the Stanley Cup playoffs. This is when he needs to really step up and say, guys, no matter what happens, remain calm, stick to your game, do what we have to do, and success will follow. So I think this is an opportunity for him to really kind of get on the good side of the Stars fans. He's had a couple of spurts here and there where he's done well, uh, maybe on the offensive, defensive side of things. But I think this is really his opportunity to get the Stars fans on his side, at least for the playoffs. So I agree. Colin Miller, a valuable pickup for an extremely affordable price. Yeah, great pickup. Harley, we've been waiting for him forever. And he had a phenomenal season down in Austin, Cedar Park. And I think he has shown his maturity in the short time that he's been up in the NHL already. Uh, you look at that fantastic assist that he had to Rupe Hintz the other night. You look at the way that he plays the puck defensively. It really excites me because you can tell he genuinely does not want to go back to the AHL. Not that it's a bad thing or a demotion in any sort of way because the Texas Stars are well into their way to the playoffs as well for the Calder. Our, uh, is it the Calder Cup? Yeah, in the Calder Cup. yeah, the Calder yeah. Cup. But you look at Thomas Harley and you look at Ryan Suter and Colin Miller and you think those three guys could have a pivotal role in getting to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, it was interesting. Sean sat down with Jim Nill the other day and he was talking about Harley, but also speaking highly of Nils Lundqvist in Lundqvist being a part of the future. Obviously, that's the GM's job to, you know, I mean, if he talked ill about Nils Lundqvist, that would not give him any trade value. But at the same time, if he truly believes that and Lundqvist is part of the future as well, that'll be interesting. More of a May or June conversation probably for us. But I do find it fascinating because all of your defensemen are locked up for next year. So it's got to be a trade if you're opening up something for uh, a a Lundqvist uh, minus Hanley. Hanley's up after Mm -hmm. this year. So I, I think Harley going down this year was pivotal. For all the Stars fans, and I was one of them, I was excited that he went down because the Harley we're seeing right now is not the Harley that we saw last year. Right. And we, it's funny that you say that. We actually had Sean Shapiro. Uh, you know, I want to give him a shout out. He's cheating on me? Yeah, he's cheating on uh, you. We did talk about the Spits and Suds podcast. Oh, okay. It actually right, good, dropped good, good, today. Good, 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 uh, good. Yeah, you can find it everywhere, all podcast how, how was platforms. He? Was he, did, he, did he talk about my um, innate hockey uh, knowledge or nothing well you know we talked a little bit about you uh complimented you as as we all should the hockey hawk is is leading the charge here in dfw I, with I'm hockey glad, love i'm glad one co-host does because craig doesn't oh i've so, heard yeah i've heard yep hey hey gavin 
I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I love you, buddy. Well, I you appreciate do, you do that, a lot man. For us. I appreciate that. Uh, because I know, I know, Luds won't say it back. Uh, <laughs> at least on the air. That being said, Shapiro really went into detail about how the Stars organization is really set up from top to bottom. Yeah, and how getting sent down isn't really getting sent down with this organization. You look right. at places like like Vegas, who are, are struggling extremely hard in the AHL right now. I think the Silver Knights are at the bottom of the barrel. They don't have anything in the pipeline. There's yeah. a lot of teams that really just don't. The Hurricanes, that's another prime example. They don't have a lot in the pipeline. Yep. The Stars do. You could easily look at Studenich down in the yeah. AHL right now. He's yep. played in the AHL, but he or in the NHL, but he's down in the AHL and he's having fun. He's doing well. Maverick uh, Bjork having a phenomenal back half of the season. He's a guy that you can easily slot in next year if you can't re-sign one of these bigger names that you're looking at. Um, but looking at Harley, he's been chiseled. You can tell his game has evolved. So getting, quote-unquote, sent down isn't really the case within this organization. And it's it, it's the sentiment to to you know Jim Nill and what he's done. And to kind of go back with the uh, Lungvis real, real quick, I was nervous about him getting sat because you look at the situation that happened with the New York Rangers. Yep. And we gave up a lot to bring him here. First round pick. But I think Neil has sat him down and said, listen, you may not be part of the right now, but you are part of the future. And you look at guys like Jason Robertson, Jake Ottinger, uh, Logan Stankoven, who will hopefully you know crack into the NHL or at least the AHL next season. And he's telling Nils, I want you to be a part of that. You just have to trust the plan. And I think that's why we haven't seen him come out and publicly say anything kind of like he did in the New York Rangers system where he was just, if you're not going to play me, I don't want to be here. Yeah. So that's a sentiment to Jim Neal and what he's done. I know we've given Neal the, the I like where this team is at kind of bad rap. And you know what? I like where I love where this team is at right well, now. Well, he's done a good job. Him and his staff have done a really good job in a couple of areas. Uh, they're drafting much better. Absolutely. Um, they were not drafting well. And I think they would admit that they were not drafting well. And they've turned the corner on that. Maverick Bork looks terrific, especially in the second half down in Texas. I'm excited about his future. I know Stankoven's the talk, but Maverick Bork is the now. And that's what I'm excited about is the possibility of him joining the team. And then you can say, like, thanks for the run, Max Domi, but, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to we're going to try him out because at some point you do have to give these kids chances for to alleviate some of that cap constraint, which will allow you at the deadline to go out and get players. Mm -hmm. But with the limited resources that they did have this year to get Dodonov, to get Domi, to not give up a first-round pick in the future where you already did for Lundquist, I thought it was amazing. So I give a lot of credit to Jim Nill. I give a lot of credit to the scouts, um, the fact that the two players have fit in the system so well, and the fact they didn't have to give up prospects um, of what we think are going to be good players. So, yeah, excited for the future. Listen, you're a beast. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, We're going to have you on for a longer period in the offseason. But there's a podcast out there. It's called What a Hockey. It's badass. Support them just like you support Spits and Suds. And, uh, you know, if Sean Shapiro is going to cheat on this, then I'm going to cheat on Sean. <laughs> and hopefully I'm going to ask my way on to What a Hockey. And hopefully it's going to be on a remote location so I can get some Frosties in me and uh, enjoy 
But thank you so much for uh, joining this special edition of Spits and Suds. Absolutely my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Gavin. As always, you can listen to Spits and Suds wherever your podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to this special edition, everybody. Have a great day.